You are listening to Power Talk with Dr. Norman Thomas, sponsored by New Life Church International, a church for all nations. Grace, the grace of God does not show up where humility is not. Because your humility is your response to God. And if you're not in a position to receive from God, you can't receive His grace. The book of James, chapter 4, verse 6, it says, He gives more grace. He gives more grace. God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. He gives grace to the humble. Just as it was with the children of Israel, it is today. When people need God, they cry out to him. And when they don't think they need him, they disregard what he says. When they have it in their mind to do what they want to do, the way they want to do it, they disregard everything that is associated with God's instruction for their life. Because this is what I want. I don't want that. I want this. And I'm going to get it. And I'm going to do it. God may send someone that you already know and trust and value as a source of, 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 of advisement to speak opposite of what you want and you disregard them. Why? Because you have, it, you have in your mind what you want to do, how you want to do it, when you want to do it, and you're not listening to anything else. Amen. That's pride. Humility would be to consider this person's value in my life, this person's advisement in my life. I've listened to everything else. Mm-hmm. Why not this? Only because it, 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 it conflicts with what I desire? It's worthy of consideration. So grace that you need for divine health is only as good as humility is activated in your life. Why humility? Because humility carries rewards. Everybody say rewards. Rewards. You want to operate in humility because there are rewards associated with being a truly humble person. Person. Now, when I say be humble, I'm not saying be all shy and meek and, and under the table and, you know, I don't want nobody to give me a compliment. Somebody try to compliment you say, oh, it's, it's not me. It's not me. It's God. Well, we know it's God. We know it's not you. We're just trying to, you allow God to use you. Amen. Take the compliment. Amen. Just say thank you. Amen. Right? So we're not talking about False humility. We're talking about true biblical humility. Remember, it's characterized not by how you appear. It is characterized by how you practice. And there are rewards. In Proverbs 22 and 4, in the Amplified Bible, it says, 
the reward of humility and the reward of reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord is, number one, riches. Wow. Riches. Number two, honor. And number three, life. Everybody say life. life. And this life is not just life as people know it. It's, it's the God kind of life. It is long life. One translation says it is long life. It is a healthy life. A vibrant, fulfilling, joyful life. God wants you to enjoy life. He wants life to be good for you all the days of your life. His goodness, his mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Not just my young years, but all the way till I'm ready to go meet the Father. All the way. He wants you to enjoy this life all the way through. So, Life is one of three rewards this scripture specifies. Riches is a reward of humility. Honor is a reward of humility. And life is a reward of humility. Longevity and health. So you get this by responding to God's way. You get this by responding to his path that he has for you. So, you know, this isn't deep. This isn't deep. It's rather simple. A lot of times we try to mystify this stuff and we try to make it really spiritually deep and it's not. It's simple. It's profound, but it's simple. Because God can have you when your mind changes, when your mind converts to God's way and you yield to his way, he'll just begin leading you and navigating you. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit on Tuesdays, how he will just navigate you through life and you're being led and sometimes you're not even aware you're being led. God will increase your desire for a food that you're not even familiar with. He'll just put it in you. He'll put a desire in your system and you'll, you'll start desiring a particular food that sometimes you don't even know how to pronounce it. You don't even know what it is. You have to look it up to see what is that. And all of a sudden it becomes, it gets into your radar and then now you begin recognizing it in in. in, in and commercials and billboards and things like that. that Why all of a sudden I see this particular food item everywhere because God has raised it in your consciousness. For me, the example is it's quinoa. Did I say it right? Quinoa. I like, I'm like, what is quinoa? So God will drop it in your, in your ear. He'll drop it like a seed in your, in your ear. You'll hear it and then your spirit will grab it and speak it back to you. And then all of a sudden, it raises in your consciousness, quinoa, quinoa. What, is, what is quinoa? What is that? And then you start seeing it. You start recognizing it as an option for intake. Anyway, long story short, quinoa is one of the best things that ever happened to me. Yes. Years ago. 
God begins guiding you. He begins directing you, even in ways you don't even know. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. It says, my child, remember my teachings and remember my instructions. Obey them completely. They will help you live a long and prosperous life. Here again, God is saying, I will teach you. I will instruct you. I will guide you. And in my teaching, instruction, and in guidance, it will help you live a long and prosperous life. So let God, let him navigate you. But it takes humility to receive that reward of life. And then he'll, like, he'll add to your diet. He'll take from your diet. And when God takes from your diet, you don't crave it. You don't have to have it anymore. You can pass right by Popeye's and not even think about it. You can. It won't even bother you. No withdrawals. It will be so easy to do. And every now and then, go get you some. <laughs> the, the, the final thing I want to share with you here is an example. <clears throat> now, let's go to uh, the time when Jesus was here and he was engaging people on the earth to Matthew chapter 8. And in verse 5, it says, Jesus entered uh, Capernaum. Capernaum uh, was where he was from. And there came unto him a centurion beseeching him or begging him or requesting of him, making a request of him. A centurion is, is a Roman captain in the army, in the Roman army. And he, he's over anywhere from 80 to 100 men. He's like the captain of a, of, a, of a party in the army. Now, this captain came to Jesus saying, Lord, first of all, he's Roman, and he's calling Jesus Lord. Something's going on there. He says, my servant boy is lying at the house, paralyzed, and he is distressed, and he has intense pain. I'm reading out the Amplified Bible here. <coughs> he has intense pains. And I love Jesus' response. Jesus says, oh, I'll go healing. He was just so quick to just respond to someone's health. There was, there was no long discourse or he says, oh, I'll go healing. If that's what you're asking me to do, I'll go healing. But the centurion replied, listen to what he says. Wait, 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 Lord. I'm not worthy for you to come to my house. I'm not worthy for you to come under my roof. But if you would speak the word, I know that my servant boy will be cured. That is amazing. He goes on to talk about how he understands the power of the spoken word and the authority that is behind the spoken word. He says, because I'm a captain. And when I give an order, my soldiers respond to what I say. And not only am I a captain in authority, I'm also a captain under authority. And when my superiors give me an order, I do it. Amen. So I know how this works. So if you just give an order, his body will respond to your order. Amen. 
He'll be healed. You don't have to come to the house. Just send the word and heal him. Come on, let's give God praise for that. That's powerful. It's powerful. What I'm asking you to do today is to operate in humility like this soldier operated in humility. He was Roman. Jesus was Jewish. This, this is out of social order. There's supposed to be so much conflict between him and Jesus that he could care less about anything Jesus has to say. But he goes to him, this Jewish Messiah, and he calls him Lord. Humility. He's surrendering. And so, in this case, he's not even dealing with his own health. <laughs> he's dealing with the health of someone else. And so the Roman official humbled himself to the power of Christ. And then he humbled himself to the power of the spoken word of God. Life and healing comes to all those that will participate with the spiritual force of humility. Life and healing will come to those that will participate with the spiritual force of humility. For more inspiration, visit our YouTube channel at Dr. Norman Thomas.